I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today, brought to you by Blackfoot Communications. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com slash ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Thanks for being here. I hope you guys are kicking it today, midweek. Keep hanging in there. It's two decades strong, working on three. We'll do the same. And uh, tomorrow, Montana Attorney General Austin Knutson uh, was talking with uh, his communications person, and uh, she listed some things, uh, TikTok and Second Amendments and spy balloons. And she's, is there anything that you want to talk about? Yes, that's everything that I want to talk about with uh, Montana's Attorney General Austin Knutson. So that's tomorrow. I've been mentioning this, and now in studio, good morning, Montana Governor Greg Gianforte. Tom, good to see you. Good to see you, too. Hello to uh, your lovely bride and staff hey, here. we're coming well. up. May 7th is 35 years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I should ask, then, um, how, how does it happen? Uh, one day at a time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody asked me the same question. And I said, just try to wake up married the next day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep at it. Hey, uh, congratulations on that. Thank I you. Uh, love you guys as a, as a power couple, if I can say, um, this bill that you want to talk about, uh, you've got, uh, uh Something going on here in Billings today, House Bill 269, kind of lit into it a little bit, $100 million, disaster resiliency. Your message in the state of the state was Montana is resilient. Talk about the importance of this fund to you. Yeah, so our our priorities in our budget are, number one, we overcharge the people of Montana, so we need to to give it back. We get So we're, we have a billion dollars of tax relief moving through the legislature right now. Uh, that's going to help with property taxes, income taxes. The second principle in our budget for Montana families is fix what's broken. So this bill you're referring to, Larry Brewster, Representative Brewster is carrying this bill. It was our idea to take $100 million of the surplus and set it aside for doing preventive maintenance on infrastructure projects. Um, I'm, I'm here in Billings today to tour the uh, Billings Bench Water Association Canal. Tom, this thing is long in the tooth. It's 63 miles long. And if a rock were to fall off the rims into this canal, and I was out there looking at it this morning, it would block the canal and it takes 24 hours to turn it off. Downtown Billings would be underwater before we got the canal fixed. The entire hillside is sliding into the canal. I was out there. They have motion detectors on the rocks. We need to fix it. And the beauty of this funding is there's federal funding available to fix this projects like this on a nine to one basis. So we put up a dollar, the feds give us $9. So Representative Brewster introduced this bill. It's smart, not just for this project in Billings. There's projects up in Glasgow and along the High Line, the Flathead, all over the state that need fixing. This canal in particular is 120 years old. Say it's old, but it stalled. It got tabled. So all I'm saying to folks, if you want to see the stuff that's broken fixed, call your legislators and tell them to vote for the disaster mitigation fund that's been introduced by 
Representative Larry Brewster. We need their help because they, for whatever reason, I don't know what they were thinking, but they tabled it. I'm, I'm curious about that. And I, I did ask um, Representative Brewster yesterday via email, but he is, um, it's, it's transmittal this week. It's and so, busy. Yeah, they've got lots of hearings and stuff. So I didn't anticipate necessarily hearing back, but I wanted to know why it was tabled. It received um, in earlier votes much um, support. 81-19, I think it was on uh, first reading or second reading, pardon me, second reading. And then it passed to the Appropriations Committee where they tabled it. Um, party line kind of vote there too. Uh, what, what do you read into that? What, what was their reason for that? Um, I don't know. Okay. I think we, again, I think my priorities in our budget are number one, give it back. we got a billion dollars. Fix what's broken. It's not only the canal here. It's the state prison. It's mental health. If it's infrastructure, it's it's money to help local municipalities put workforce housing in, the water and sewer. I think we should be saving for a rainy day. And I've also proposed that we should pay off all the state's debt. We'd be debt-free in 23. Those are the four principles. Now, the legislature, they should put their fingerprints on it. But not fixing what's broken, I don't think is an option. I think that's the dereliction of duty. I, I think this this is broken, but we see this in other areas too. And I, and I know that as you get around the state, former congressmen, a uh, lot of travel across Montana, um, and people are talking to you about these kind of projects. When there was COVID relief funding, the uh, applications for infrastructure projects doubled uh, what was available. So we are way behind on this, this resiliency. Talk more about that as a concept and and maybe perhaps the time now, because it does take funding and the nine to one match is pretty attractive. Talk yeah, and, about the concept of resiliency. Yeah, because, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. We can put, this is estimated at about a $25 million project here. We can put two and a half million dollars from the resiliency fund in get the 20 plus million from the feds, fix it. If this thing breaks loose and floods downtown billings, we're talking about a price tag that's way higher than that. So we're way better off doing a little preventative maintenance on this. We have a a power line project that needs some uh, upgrading. We have other irrigation projects around the state. So there's plenty of ways to use because we, we've been kicking the can down the road on maintenance for a long time. Uh, it's the same thing is true at uh, the state hospital in Warm Springs. That's why we've, we've allocated $300 million of our surplus to rebuild the state hospital and to bring back community-based mental health services. So I think these are prudent because we want all Montanans to get the services they need to be self-sufficient, prosperous individuals in our communities. So you can contact your legislator if you're interested in this. Again, look it up. It's House Bill 269. Larry Brewster is carrying that. And go to, uh, and hopefully you are involved, uh, and in a in a thoughtful manner, too, with uh, with our legislative body here uh, this, this session. Um, this, this is one issue that you can certainly weigh in. Educate yourself on it. Governor Greg Gianforte with us here. Montana's 25th governor, served 34 years in the private sector. Had a couple of calls early, so let's go to one now. It's 866-627-5483. And you can text us to it, 781-627-5483. Right now, it is Chris listening in Warden. Chris, you're on the air on Voices with Governor Greg Gianforte. Good morning, Governor, Mrs. Gianforte. My name is Chris. And I'd like to speak about a benefit that Montana retired veterans aren't receiving, but 37 other states are giving this tangible benefit to their retired veterans, and that is that they do not pay 
they do not pay taxes on military retirement pay. They are fully exempt from paying taxes on the military retirement pay. What we do offer is a partial exemption based on income. It's my personal belief that I don't think any veteran benefit should be based on income. They all have served some longer, some shorter, but they all have served our country. And my husband has given 30 years of service. So I was wondering if you could instruct me on who I could talk to about getting this taken care of. Okay. Well, Chris, first, thank you for your sacrifice and for your husband's service to our country. We, we, we have honestly, as you know, we have a debt we can't fully repay. I agree with you. Uh, all Montanans should pay less in taxes. Uh, the proposal we put forward in front of the legislature reduces the rate that all Montanans pay. That one of the issues we're facing is that Montana has one of the highest income tax rates in the Rocky Mountain West and really in the entire country. And we're working to make that much more competitive. The the rate reduction we've proposed to the legislature, which I'm hopeful will be signed into law here in the next two weeks, mm-hmm. would leave $45 million in people's pockets in Yellowstone County alone, $39 million up in the flathead. Uh, and uh, I'm all for helping our veterans. That's why we're lowering taxes for all Montanans, including our veterans. Chris, um, um, uh, the uh, thank you again, as, as the governor had noted, uh, for your sacrifice and also for your husband's service. Um, there, This might be a matter that you take up also with the congressional delegation. Um, okay, and, and I appreciate you lowering taxes all across the board for Montanans, and I know that. But, I mean, we have specific... Um, friends that have retired from the military and because as everyone once you retire you're on a fixed income they have left montana Mm -hmm. they have lived here all their lives but because of that they have left montana to move to states where where their income is not taxed and i know that that's a personal choice but i'm just i would and i appreciate like you say you're doing taxes for all of montana but this is specific uh, a veteran benefit that 37 other states feel our veterans are qualified for, deserve whatever the adverbs you like to use, and that Montana doesn't provide. Yeah, and I, and I can commit to you that veterans will pay less uh, as we move through our administration. Chris, thank you for the call. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, really appreciate that listening. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, everybody, um, uh, have a good have a good one. Uh, let's see, I'm going to take a break here and come on back. Uh, I didn't want to, <laughs> uh, Chris wanted to say thank you and have a good one. I want to make sure that got on the air. Appreciate the, the kindness there, Chris. Got some text messages uh, to uh, go through here in just a few more minutes. Montana Governor's Greg Gianforte is with us. Uh, we're talking about a disaster resiliency fund proposal. And also, we'll get on to more uh, of these these budget measures as well as we come on back. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Several items in the Montana 
uh, Montana Governor Greg Gianforte's budget proposal making their way through the legislature. Uh, he's with us here in studio today in a couple of text messages. Time will run out if you want to get one in here. 781-627-5483. Here's one for you, Governor. And again, thank you. It's good to see you. And out, out and about, I know uh, we talked about um, what you got going on here later on today. What specific items are in the governor's budget that will help senior citizens and people on fixed incomes? And that comes from Jim and Whitefish listening on Kalispell's KOFI. Well, that, Thanks, Jim. That's an important question. We don't want anybody to have to leave their home because they're on a fixed income. The biggest concern I hear is property taxes. And even though the state doesn't get any property tax money, it goes to the local municipality, because we've been prudent, we have a big surplus. So I've made it a priority to do property tax rebate payments. Uh, I proposed $1,000 this year and $1,000 next year. Uh, here in Yellowstone County, that'll mean the average homeowner will have a property tax reduction of 45% next year. Um, that's one thing that we're doing. In addition, we're all seniors in Montana. The first $50,000 of Social Security benefits are exempted from tax in the state of Montana. Um, So that's a good thing for seniors. That is. Um, And uh, just uh, uh, investing in uh, uh, affordable housing through water and sewer projects for our local municipalities. It's going to increase the supply of housing to reduce the, you know, the upward trend in property prices. So there's a number of things in the budget there um, that uh, will help seniors. The uh, we've had a discussion regarding nursing home closures in Montana and it's, it's an issue. Of course it's, it's, it's medical. So there's, there's a lot of webs or uh, a lot of veins in it. Um, Nursing homes, there may be a transition where senior citizens are trying to live longer in their own homes. Um, what's, what's in this budget that, that, uh, that affects that? Yeah. And this, uh, Tom, this is one of the top issues I hear when I travel around the state. This is probably in many cases, the number one issue. Cause when, when grandma or grandpa is aging, we want to know they have a safe place. that's there in the local community. If that's the option that's required. That's why in our budget, we've proposed uh, really the largest Medicare reimbursement rate increase in history, specifically for long-term care. Uh, And if that's important to you, I would call your legislator and tell them to approve our proposal and get it to my desk. I'm ready to sign it into law. Um, But you're absolutely right. More seniors are choosing to age in place. So at DPHHS, we are enhancing services that help seniors stay in their own home because they're certainly in the community. That's where they raise their family. Um, And more seniors, particularly because of the pandemic, are choosing that option. But we have to keep our long-term care centers open as well. The um, anything else, and we've got just like about a minute left here too. And so I'm just going to open it up uh, to your your thoughts. Well, I I just want to say that being Montana's 25th governor is the greatest honor of my life. And we put forward this uh, budget for Montana families. I hit some of the high parts, you know, a billion dollars in tax relief, fix what's broken. We're doubling the rainy day fund. And one of the things I'm most proud of is we still had money left over. So we're paying off all the state's debt. We'll be debt free in 23. I want to get out as a state and get out and say, we're debt free and do a little scream and maybe 10 o'clock yeah, whenever the, it happens. The, and- the, the backpack just got a lot lighter. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah. so I'm, I'm excited to get that budget through the legislature and to my desk. 
because uh, it's going to put Montana in a great place and make our future that much brighter. Do you think it's moving too fast? I know the Democrats have, uh, and of course, a lot of that's going to be politics, but uh, they, they have tried to slow this down a little bit. There's been a, a lot of discussion on that, but maybe your response to some of their criticism. I think we should go faster. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Let's fix things faster. We put our proposal together. I don't see why uh, lower in Montana's uh, taxes and giving money back should be so controversial. <laughs> well, I'm going to anticipate their response and say, hang on a second, Governor. We are the admit, we are the uh, legislative body here. And we'll, yeah. Um, how has it been working with them? We're making good progress. I meet with minority leadership every week and majority leadership every week. We have open dialogue. We share so much more in common than separates us. We don't have that kind of conflict. There's no personal animosity. We don't always agree, but that's okay. That's the robustness of the system we have. Ah. Does, does my heart good to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Montana Governor Greg Gianforte, Austin Knutson will join us tomorrow. You have a great day. Thanks for being here on Voice.